Hello, welcome to the But Are You Happy podcast. My name is Christine Vega Perez, and I'm a decision-making and accountability life coach. I'm here to help you feel calm and confident to tackle all that life throws your way. I'm an RN turned life coach, mama to my two amazing boys, and fulfilled a dream goal with my husband of relocating from Pennsylvania to Florida. On this podcast, I'll share strategies and tools to get your mindset right to go after what you want with one core question in mind. But are you happy? Hello, this is episode 33, Patience, a work in progress. Before I get into the episode, here's your reminder to please leave a written review on the platform that you're listening to the podcast. It would mean so much to me. I greatly appreciate the time that you take to do that. So go ahead and leave that review. All right. Uh, I wanted to talk about patience. I recently posted on my IG stories about it and, you know, just kind of polling people who has patience, who doesn't, and nobody said that they were completely full of patience, right? And I am not either. I've actually, I feel like I've been working on patience since I was young. I never felt like I was a fully, you know, very patient person. I always said I got it from my dad. He's impatient. I still remember I was probably, I don't know, 11 years old and it was summertime and we had gotten a window AC unit and I wanted it for my room. And I had asked my dad to help me well to do it, right? Put the AC unit in my room. And of course, the little impatient me, he didn't do it right away. And so I just did it myself. And I remember it being so hard and I probably didn't install it right. There was like gaps and I'm letting, you know, hot air in, but I was that impatient that I just went ahead and did it myself. So I've, I just have always been impatient and that's for the long-term things or like the bigger items. And then there's also just completely losing my patience in the moment with people, specifically now with my kids. Um, so I just really try to increase my patience because I know I don't have a lot of it. So I wanted to talk about that with you because maybe you're in the same boat and I have a few tips on how we can build our patience, uh, manage our impatience, things like that. So let's see. The first thing I want to say is. It goes back to building your foundation of calm. If you've listened to previous episodes, you probably heard me talk about this. This is what I really believe helps with so many different things. So patience is not excluded. Building your foundation of calm. I actually did an episode, episode 11, called My Calming Practices. And I just kind of went over some of the things that I do to build my foundation of calm. And again, what I mean by that is including habits and different practices in your day-to-day, within your life, so that overall your anxiety, stress, and feeling overwhelmed level is just taken down. 
so that when things do happen, you don't lose it. So that's going to help with patience because short-term patience, like when we're in the moment and we're losing our patience, that is really where our foundation of calm is not solid. So something is occurring in front of us and we lose our shit. We lost patience. We have no patience for it. We're stressed to the max. That's that's what's happening is that whatever's being added to our plate because our foundation wasn't built up enough, it's having that effect on us. So if we can build our foundation of calm on a regular basis, it's going to help with our patients throughout the day. So just real quick, some of those examples. Again, this is what I do. It's going to look different for everybody. You have to figure out what really helps with that foundation of your calm. But I incorporate movement. I know that working out keeps me calmer throughout the day. It literally helps with my patience for my kids by working out. So for me, it's really important. I try to include meditation, definitely deep breathing. And that's one of those in the moment, losing your patience things is just taking some deep breaths. I encourage my kids to do it with me because I am going to lose it on them. They're losing it, you know, so we all just like take a few deep breaths and let's bring it down and calm down and work through whatever is happening that none of us really want to deal with at the moment. And sleep. Sleep is huge for your foundation of calm. If you're not getting good sleep and you're exhausted and you're trying to manage all the things that are occurring, of course, you're not going to have patience for it because you're tired, you're fried. So sleep is so important. And here's another reminder where I know we want that alone time after we get the kids to bed or we finished our day and we just want to sit down and chill and binge Netflix. But now we're sacrificing our sleep. So put a timer on there, give yourself 30 minutes of chilling and then get your ass to bed because we need sleep. And I'm saying this to you, but I have to tell myself these reminders too. Like, yes, I like to just chill and watch TV. And then there's nights where I'm like, no, I need to go to bed and get, for me, gosh, I need like nine hours of sleep. I I can sleep. Um, So yeah, you have to give yourself the time to get sleep. And also, if you do have little ones, I understand that it's hard. So give yourself even a longer span in that bed because you know you're going to get woken up in the middle of the night. So you like bank on everybody getting to bed early because you know there's going to be wake-ups at 2 a.m. So do what you can. Again, it's not going to be every day, but if you can do it whenever possible, it's still going to help. And you're going to feel better when you're rested. You have more patience if you're rested. All right, so that was the first one, building that foundation of calm. So that is more you know, in the moment, that kind of thing. Then the second thing for your long-term patience is what I'll call it. Meaning, you know, if you're like me, I also, I don't have patience for, for projects or just if I want something, I want it now. You know, I lose my patience. I, I just, I'm very impatient. I don't know what else to say, but I want things to happen now and quick. And that's not always the case, especially if I have no control over it. And so what you can do to kind of calm that down is to really just enjoy what you do have now. 
You know, I, my example I'm thinking of is that we bought a new house. It was a new build home. We've moved in to our new home here in Florida. And I wanted to make it all exactly how I want now, right? I want to furnish it, decorate, paint, do all these things, projects, you know, different, different, um, home improvement projects, things like that. But all of that costs money. And I can't just go make everything happen overnight. I have to make sure that I, I take my time, I plan it. I, I just have to wait because financially we can't just pour all of that, pour all of our funds into all these projects that I want to do. So how do I kind of make myself feel better and not so impatient? I make sure that I'm focusing on what I do have. I do my gratitudes. I reflect back on how long this journey has already been. The fact that we were waiting for the home to be built and now we're living here. And I really enjoy what I have now. If I'm able to do a little project, I, I enjoy it. I appreciate it. If I'm decorated a room or a little section nicely, then, you know, I really take that in and enjoy it. So enjoy your now and look at your gratitudes. And that's how you'll be able to feel more content with where you're at now, rather than constantly feeling impatient for the future things that you desire. Not that we can't have goals. We always do want to have goals. But if you're only looking ahead and not enjoying what's in front of you, yeah, that's, that's impatience. Let's calm it down. Let's enjoy what we have now. Okay. Now, if kind of going back to the current about to lose your shit feeling real impatient because i think that's the worst feeling right it doesn't feel great to long for something constantly when you're looking at the future but it's really not feeling good when we lose our shit so tap out if you are feeling like you are going to absolutely lose it you cannot take it anymore tap out and that might look different depending on the scenario. If you're with younger toddlers, it's not like you get to leave the house, especially if you're by if you're by yourself. Like you can't just walk away completely tap out. But what I mean is maybe just step into the other room for a minute and do some deep breaths in the other room. If you are with somebody that can jump in, tap them in, bring them in, ask them, you know, tell them I I need a minute. You need to take over. And I'm bringing up a lot of examples with kids because I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old on summer break. And yeah, me and my husband are just going through it right now. So that's why my examples are going through going that direction. But again, it could apply to different things. Maybe it's work and you need to just request to take a day off, you know, things like that. But whatever tapping out looks like, take that minute to step away. Even if it's, if you can't physically remove yourself, but you feel it and you're about to lose your patience, put some music on, just, you know, blast your favorite song and it'll at least snap you out of it a little bit, maybe make you smile, dance, you know, that kind of thing, sing along and you'll be able to kind of regroup, regroup and move forward. And then the final thing is, you know, the saying patience is a virtue. So we say that because having patience is something that's sought after because nobody likes to flip their lid and completely freak out on people or just feel like you're out of control. You know, after you lose your patience and you do 
you know, lose it, you usually feel bad and you regret it and you're reflecting on it. Like, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. But the truth is, is that we all do it. That's why when I put that poll out on Instagram, nobody said, oh, I'm full of patience. I never have any problems where I lose my patience. Nobody said that because we all lose our patience. Patience is a virtue that we seek to have. And so when we have it and we handle a situation better than we used to, kudos to us. But if we don't have it and we lost it, then we recognize that, all right, I need to work on a couple things, probably need to get more sleep. I need to drink my water. I need to go to the gym, whatever it is. I'm going to try to make some improvements, tweak my, my habits, and that's it. That's it. We're not beating ourselves up about it. I know my husband just told me how he he kind of got upset and he usually doesn't really get that. He has a lot of patience, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But he was upset with the kids. And I said, listen, I get it. They're tough. They make us lose our patience. It's okay. Like I didn't even want him feeling bad about it because these kids are crazy. But I mean, but really. So don't feel like you're wrong for not being full of patience. It's something that we constantly have to work on. Unfortunately, we're not just going to have this excess amount laying around. We have to build it up. We have to build our foundation of calm. So give yourself that grace and try again. That's all you can do. So that's it. Patience, a work in progress. We've got number one, building your foundation of calm, whether that's movement, meditation, deep breathing, get your sleep. Number two, for the long-term patients, we're going to enjoy our now and do our gratitudes. Number three is tap out, get some help, tap somebody in, blast music, take a break, do your deep breathing. And number four, patience is a virtue. It's something that we're going to continuously have to go after and work on. So no worries if you didn't have it in a moment. You can try again the next moment. I hope this helps. Have an amazing day.